Welcome to Advisors Anon, where expertise, knowledge and experience are sought from the world's leading thinkers and performers in professional services, and all completely anonymously. Their purpose is to openly share with no ulterior motive. Today's topic is focused around values as the most important lighthouse for making choices in life. And today we have a wonderful guest, and without naming yourself or your business, why should the audience listen to you? Because I've made giving people tools to expand their emotional toolbox the purpose of my life. Uh, I uh, have a large corporate career uh, in different countries and in different nationalities. And I realized the importance of human value uh, during my career. And then a few years ago, basically, I decided to abandon the corporate world and focus 100% of my time on uh, helping people grow. Thank you. That's wonderful. We're looking forward to this. So why is today's topic so important to you, to you or your business life? Well, I think that the choices we make, I mean, we make choices all the time in every, you know, in many times we don't even realize we're making a choice. <laughs> we just do it. And um, the underlying motor of, the, of our choices is our values. And so the, our values actually, whether we realize it or not, they play a, uh, a substantial role in uh, every moment of our life. Uh, for big choices and for small choices, and so the and we don't we don't necessarily dedicate enough time to understanding our values, and uh, and learning about ourselves, and so that that's why this this is a particularly important topic for me. Um, there's also a personal story <laughs> that I like to share. It did it did change my life, and uh, and and it boils down to values. Well, please share what you wish. And obviously, you know, you had a, you've obviously looked at your values in your life to have a change in your life path, it sounds like. So please go ahead. Thank you. So we're talking about like 2012. Um, I was working in a, in a, a corporation back then and uh, I was leading a team of 25 people. And uh, there was a large restructuring. And we had to lay off a, a, a substantial, like a almost 20% of the uh, workforce uh, globally. So uh, my team was hit more than others uh, because it was uh, uh, marketing and business development. So rather than the actual production of things. And um, so they gave me like, like I had to uh, make almost 50% of my team redundant. And the redundancy process was, according to my own values, <laughs> was a, a bit too light and not very respectful of people. I resisted it a bit, and, and, but then eventually I, you know, I was afraid of, I was scared of uh, losing my job. Um, I was afraid that it could have a big impact on my corporate growth. And, uh, and I went with the guidelines from the company. I, I, I laid off the, all the people that I needed to, but I wasn't happy with myself. I was, uh, I was actually 
really embarrassed, ashamed of myself uh, for how I handled the whole process. And I started losing sleep, like badly. I would wake up like at two in the morning and not, I wouldn't be able to, to fall asleep again. Sounds awful. <laughs> and that actually lasted many years. The right. impact of that. Yeah, I, it's not so it's not that many years ago that I managed to go back to a, a good sleeping pattern. So I, for many years, I had that the out, you know, the results of the, the consequences of that of that decision haunted me. And and by the way, a few months later, I was made redundant myself. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't, you know, the whole the whole purpose was like my fear following my fear of, of losing my job and I lost it anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that that. So that, that was a moment when I, 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 I deeply realized how um, bad an inner fracture we create the moment we don't follow our values. Okay. And what, so obviously you had a look within yourself regarding your values. And then with, with, with people in their personal life and business life running businesses, so what are the problems people are facing today if they're not addressing this? Well, the whenever we whenever we follow our values, there is like a power inside ourselves that the other the, all the pieces of our life are congruent, and uh, and that gives us motivation, energy, belief in ourselves. They, they, that also gives us a sense of purpose in life because we we are we are one. There's just this me, unique me. I'm following my values. I'm doing. I'm um, making an impact around me, and uh, I feel happy, <laughs> and I feel stronger. Um, when we don't do that, then we start second guessing ourselves. We okay, so I'm, I need to follow. So these are not my values. So what should I do? We lose. We lose our gut. We lose like a the guidance in our life we second guess ourselves we start having um fears of uh, about about are we, are, am i right or am i wrong we start feeling anxious um and we're not satisfied with the decision we take actually so if you know if things go well good okay and if things don't go well then we we wear that we carry that scar for the rest of our lives I mean. So how did you, so the values within you, what did you do to bring your values to the surface to allow you to kind of be congruent to them? So the first thing, the first thing is um, focusing on so sometimes we, we use this language. Sometimes we, we talk about our values like we have different sets of values. Like I have my work values and my yeah. life values. Have you heard that, this expression? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is happening, this is just language. Yeah. What is actually happening is that, because I mean, at the end of the day, I'm one person. So whether I'm at work or in my personal life or with friends or with family, I'm one person. So it's different aspects of my life, but the set, the deep set of values inside me is one because I am one. Yeah. So when we talk about different sets of values, what is actually happening is that we're empowering the circumstances around us against or in favor of our values. 
So like in the story that I just told, I had, of course, I had a value of respecting people and even respecting my team even more. Um, and I didn't do it because I was blaming the circumstances and I say, oh, I'm afraid of losing my job. I'm afraid of, uh, you know, my corporate career will, will, uh, will die here and will end here. Um, so I empowered the circumstances. And, uh, and, and then I suffered the consequences as yeah. well, obviously, with, uh, um, morally and emotionally. But so the first thing is to, I think it's important to realize that we have one set of values and that whenever we don't follow them, we are empowering the circumstances. We are making ourselves the victims of the circumstances. But there's no need to do that. No. There's no need to do that. Um, I also make some research into the topic and there's, um, there's also scientific research and, and, and I also think our, our own personal experience as well that shows how we always overestimate the impact of an outcome. So when we want to achieve something, we overestimate the idea, the idea that whatever we're trying to achieve, like you know, a new promotion or a, um, moving to a different place in a, in, in, a, in a different city or changing jobs. We over, always overestimate the impact that, the idea that that new thing will make us happy. Mm. So we overestimate the, the feeling of, okay, so I will be very happy if this happens. Or also the other way around, I will be very you know, sad if, if this doesn't happen. I will be really sad if, if I lose my job. Uh, I will be really sad if I don't get promoted, um, very unhappy. And, uh, and we, so we overestimate always, this is this research on it, that this is how our brain works. We overestimate the expectation of the impact of something. It, it's, it's funny, recently I've had some people that have sold businesses and on the day of completion, they've got you know a million pound plus or two million pound in their bank account. How are you feeling? Not ecstatic, not ever. So they've taken that point there. They've they've kind of thinking they will be really jumping for joy, and suddenly on the day they're just at peace, a calm, you know, acceptance kind of thing. And they just, you know, they're not numb is the wrong word, but you know, taking your point there, they've they've basically over overthought their kind of expectations and thought they'd be really happy, and they're they're fine, but they're not kind of jumping for joy, which is interesting. And that's, you know, that's everybody's experience. Whenever we get, we, ach we achieve something, then yes, we celebrate on that day, which is amazing. And, but, but, but then we, we're on to something else. Yeah. yeah. So, so and this is the way, and um, this is the way, the, the, the way we operate a lot. That's because we overestimate the impact of, of, of an outcome. And um, so, but if we, if we realize that we're doing that and that we don't need to, because actually, yes, we will be satisfied, but then we will start looking for, for what is the next, the next achievement that I'm after. And also when things go bad, it's the same thing. The, the, of course, the, if I lose my job, when I lost my job back then, it, it was difficult moment. It was also the first time I found myself without, without work. And uh, it was a difficult moment, but then, then you start, you, then you react and say, okay, then you, then you, okay, okay I'll, I'll start looking, I'll find something else. And you see another world of opportunities and possibilities and the unhappiness of that moment also didn't last that long because I was 
onto something else positively this time, but again, it was onto something else. So, so it's both science and our own experience that tell us that we can, we don't need to overestimate the, the, the circumstances. We don't need to overempower the circumstances. We can, we can uh, keep the power inside and let our values guide us a hundred percent. And that's and one thing that you that you wrote, it says here, whenever we're undecided against about the next move, we don't need to second guess ourselves, feel insecure or inadequate, be afraid of our circumstances. Our values can always give us the answer. Yes, totally. So for example, in, in like I was mentioning before, if if I start saying, okay, what should I do here? And then think of um you know, like what is the right move so that I will get the promotion? What is the right move so that uh, I'll make my boss happy? Or, or what is the right move so I make my wife happy? <laughs> um, so in, when we ask those questions and we start second guessing, we say, okay, what well, we start thinking, okay, what happens if, if I do this? And we, there's a little of analysis of different options there. Of course, we, it, it's always good to do. It's always good to have a plan to think of, okay, what are the consequences that could happen if I, um, if I decide to invest uh, in one project rather than another, et cetera. Um, but, but when we start feeling doubtful because this analysis doesn't give an obvious answer, uh, then we can. Then our values are there to 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 guide us. Then just stop stop second guessing. Then there's no need to to do that. Follow what you feel inside. Follow, follow what your values are telling you, and uh, and which is normally very loud. We may try to hide it with even louder noise, but it's normally very loud. Follow what what, what values tell you. You will feel good inside because you'll be in congruent with yourself and you'll be able to handle whatever happens next. So basically, just stick to your true intrinsic values. Do, do you think people actually, I mean, it sounds a bit daft question, but do you think people know, know their values? This is definitely not a daft question. It's actually super important. Um, whenever we, even in my work, whenever you know, I work with people and ask them, okay, well, what are your values? Or do you have clarity about your values? People come up always with a relatively long list of values. Um, we can talk about honesty, respect, the environment, compassion, love for others, love for myself and respect for myself, authenticity, equality, diversity, fairness. I don't know how many I've mentioned now, but it, you know, they're all logical. They're all, uh, I mean, was almost, almost everyone could actually list the same values. Um, the point is that, that when there are so many, none of them is actually leading you. Okay. Because there are too many. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it often happens that uh, our values actually clash or seem, seem to clash. Like a typical case is when, you know, you value honesty, but you also value respect for your friends and you need to you need to set you need to deliver some bad news or you need to tell something negative to someone yeah. and you don't want to do it because you're you're afraid of hurting them so here there's a clash on one side honesty and yeah. telling telling things how they are and on the other side not wanting to hurt them or disrespect yeah 
another typical, another silly but typical uh, example is, do you like hot showers? Do you like, do, do you respect the environment? Yeah. So here there's a self-love against the value of environment. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, you know, it, this clash between values happens all the time at all levels. So um, there's an exercise that uh, we often do in a, in a, they often do with my clients and we often do our courses that is uh, take some time, write down all the values that seem to be important to you, all of them. We just don't, don't think about them, just brainstorm on all your values and then start looking at them, connecting them and see that there are one or two that are actually the root, we call it the value tree. Yeah. Uh, they are the root and all the other values actually come uh, eman emanate from, from the one or two at the roots. This is a fantastic exercise. Everybody that has done it reports finding it incredible, powerful because it gives them clarity to handle all those situations where values seem to clash. And there are always many. There are always many. It's interesting when you when you see values on a business in, in a business either in their website or on their wall behind them or whatever. And then what you experience straight away is not what the values are written behind on, on the wall. You know, it's an incongruence there, you know, which is, which is exactly what you're saying, basically. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Actually, this is a, this is a very good uh, topic because we are in, 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 you know, on the surface companies and businesses, they always seem to care a lot about values, but they, not many of them really allow uh, the organization to follow those values and individuals to follow those values. Um, then he always there's always someone saying, oh, we need to, yeah, yeah, these values are great, but we need to make some tough decision here. Yeah, but that tough decision, actually, it's the other, honestly, if you ask me, it's the other way around. Yeah. That's the easy decision. The tough decision is actually, no, no, these, are, these values are very important for us. We're going to follow them yeah. and we, we're going to stick to them. The easy decision is, oh no, okay, let's uh, lay off a uh, hundred people because we now the market the, the market says that we can't we can't afford. No, be be brave, find find, be creative, <laughs> be creative. So follow follow your values and stick to them. And and you you say as well. Um, Sometimes we feel overwhelmed by the circumstances. Our goals become harder to achieve, and it feels like we need to make tough decisions that deep inside don't feel right because we conduct our values. So, do we do we kind of keep persisting at our goals to the to, to, to the actual um, um, effect of the actual of our own values? Can you ask that again in a different yeah, way? Yeah, sorry. So, so you say about are always trying to achieve our goals yeah so well our goals become harder to achieve and contradict our values do we do people actually sit back and just say no i'm gonna i'm gonna turn that goal a bit because it's gonna it's going it's going against my values now there can be moments where the only way to achieve a goal would contradict our value would make us take decisions make decisions that go against our values what is the importance of that goal? Is that goal so much, so much more important than sticking to my value? Yeah. So 
this is this is this goes back to the what we were saying before that we overestimate the impact of a goal yeah. and uh and i would recommend it's time to well either again either be try to be creative and see if there are other ways but also in those situations it's actually brave to say okay i'm gonna i'm gonna change direction and uh, i'm gonna abandon that this goal and uh, i value my my values <laughs> i value my values more and uh, the the impact the, the fractures uh, that we create inside last longer than the joy of having achieved an impact okay so you've got on the one side sticking to your values you've got you can enjoy the benefits energy self-confidence that's that comes with staying congruent with the values on the other side, we ended up blaming circumstances, wounding ourselves, um, empowering circumstances, and also um, affecting our deep self. And as you said, then that gets deeper and deeper and deeper. So that may come up again in the future because because it's a it's a kind of a, a, a mind map that we have now that could could come up again in the future because of what's happened in the past. There's something here as well that uh, um, what you say made me think of um, the importance of fear, <laughs> the role that fear plays in our lives. Um, when we, when we, like I was saying before, actually the tough decision is often uh, following our own values. So there's a fear there that okay, if I follow my own values, then this tragedy will happen, you know, this catastrophe will happen. Um, and whether we realize that we are overestimating it or not, the, the fear that fear is there. So I think the important thing here is also to um, make friends with fear and uh, uh, realize that fear is not is not giving us more information about the actual outcome of of the situation. Um, the fear that I could lose my job back then, and and therefore I I I made all those people redundant in not a nice way um the fear wasn't telling me really giving me more more or less information whether i would retain my job or not which which i in fact actually lost but it doesn't give me information it, it just tells me a story about my self-limiting beliefs yeah 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 so often when we blame circumstances to to uh, make a decision that goes against our values, we are afraid of something we're afraid of. We're afraid of losing our job. We're afraid of losing our partner. Sometimes, you know, this is also a very important thing. It's not only work. It's also when I feel that my partner is not treating me well. Sometimes this is also really dangerous. Yeah. We're talking about, we're talking about abuse here. Uh, and uh, but I'm afraid. I'm afraid of talking because I'm afraid of being alone. I'm afraid of um, the consequences there, and um, I'm afraid for my children. They might grow up with divorced parents. Um, so, but that fear, that fear is 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 not giving me information about the future. It's only telling me a story about my personal uh, self-limiting beliefs. So I can learn from the fear. The fear is telling something on me. It's telling me a story that I won't be able to find another job. It's telling me a story that I won't be able to find a company where I can I can um, I can be happy. It's telling me a story that I I won't be able to find another partner that will make me even happier. Uh, so that's a story 
about myself. It's a story that limits myself. So, and so, so, sorry to interrupt, but so it's basically you need to learn from your fear and not it, not let it affect your authentic values. You can learn about what what story am, am I telling myself about my self limiting beliefs, and then I can act on the story. Yeah, and I, and then I can decide. Okay, am I am I actually because the fear the fear makes me focus on the tragedy that may yeah. happen, right? Yeah, so yeah. if I even if I listen to the fear, I listen to what is the self-limiting belief behind it, and then I say, no, okay, it is. This is. Uh, I mean, this, am I afraid I will not find another job? Okay, what do I need to do to find another one? Let's make a plan. Let's work on that. But I will not let the fear of, uh, um, overtake my my emotions and my and my awareness. Well, that's wonderful. Of all the people listening listening today, that's really good. So. Just to finish off, what's the from what you've said so far, and you know, lighthouse and the and the, the values being your lighthouse. What's the one thing people should do today? Um, the value tree exercise, okay. definitely. Spend some time. It's not going to be, it's not going to be five minutes, but it's going to be an hour. It's not going to be an hour. Take 20, 20 minutes to do this to, to do this exercise. Write down all your values all, uh, that you always follow in different situations. The values that you would tell your friends when they ask you, or your boss, yeah. or or, uh, or new employer when they make you an inter the interview. Yeah. Write all them down, and then start connecting them and see which ones uh, come from which other ones, and find one or two that are at the root. Just this exercise by itself will make you feel stronger just just by that we give you this clarity about your own roots that's wonderful thank you uh mr anonymous speaker today and thank you for your time and i wish you well thank you very much for your questions they were very 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 helpful to deliver a good message thank you thank you very much mm -hmm.